Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Well, get ready to get energised. We've got our our show's favourite energiser, Bunny, on the show now. She does her missions. Her name's Molly Spark. Molly, oh, so good to chat to you again. Yeah, you too, Stevie. It's been a long time, hasn't it? It sure has. It sure has. And we're getting you on to talk us through the coast to coast, the longest day. You started at six o'clock in the morning and you finished at half past seven at night. Now, you did the two-person team last year. You went solo this year. How was the experience? Oh, yeah, it was It was, It was. was pretty cool. I not going to lie, I didn't really think about it too much before a couple of months, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got the coast to coast coming up. So I better start um, thinking about, you know, the transitions and having to do the longest day. But um, I thought I would prefer doing it with a teammate, but because I'm used to team sports. But um, yeah, I, I definitely did enjoy pushing myself because I've never really done a race before that I've had to, you know, go my own speed and do my own best. So, yeah, it was a pretty remarkable um, achievement that I did and everyone else, they all smashed it. And, yeah, it's an iconic Kiwi race. So. It, it sure is. And I've I've printed out and I've got in front of me now, Molly, all of your splits. You, you run, you cycle, you run, you cycle, you run, you kayak, you cycle. And it's, it's quite incredible looking at, like, everyone talks about Goat Pass in Dudley Snob and, and, and that – your, your second run after you do a 55k bike and then that run over the boulder and stuff. You were the quickest in the 18 to 39 year old across that, that range. That must have pleased you. Oh, yeah, I guess it did please me. But to be honest, um, I, you know, being an athlete, you always want to do your best. You want to, you know, you always think about the worst things that went on in the race. But from, from my run, I, I've been injured for quite a while. So, I actually haven't ran. I've probably ran maybe five times in the last, you know, five months or whatever it was. So I was pretty stoked with my run time being under four hours with having very, very little training in the run. So, yeah, something I really want to improve on and hopefully I'm not injured next year. (laughs) (laughs) Now, obviously, you all start as a pack at about six in the morning and then you spread out uh, as people drop behind, people go in front. How, how, ma- how many people are around you once you've got through that run through all the knobby stuff and you get on the bike? Is, it, is there still some congestion or are there long periods by yourself? Yeah, no, uh, obviously that first ride you're in a big bunch. It's kind of an all-exciting and um, 
then you basically get on Goats Pass. And I did have a pretty good group through Goats Pass. I mean, we, you know, people passed me, I passed people. But, yeah, as soon as you get probably past Goats Pass, that's where it, um, everyone spreads out and you kind of you know some from there. Like, even on the final bike ride, I think, you know, I saw two people on that bike ride and that was the last 5K because I put the hammer down and I passed two people on the last 5K. So, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the only time. Are there yarns out there? Do you, like, cruise up to someone and say, hi, I'm Molly, how's it going? <laughs> oh, I do remember going over Goat's Pass and we were going downhill, definitely not uphill. Um, and, I don't know, I was like, oh, what? Because I was with two other guys and I said, oh, what's your name, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you kind of talk to them. and But, yeah, yeah there's hardly any... Uh, you're definitely not having a conversation, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, the kayak. The kayak, Molly. Oh, no. Um, um, how do I ask this? Like, I ran through your, your splits and your times compared to all your age groups, and it's like second, third, second, first, 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 fourth, uh, seventh in that um, short run, which doesn't really matter. But then the kayak. How hard was the kayak? Because you've got to be knackered getting into the boat first and foremost. Oh, so, yeah, getting into the – I wasn't knackered. I, I am used to long adventure races, so, like, I wasn't overly exhausted. Um, but, yeah, so I was going on the kayak, and I knew that was going to be, um, I suppose, the worst leg of my um, ability. I knew that my kayaking wasn't very strong, but I knew that if I didn't fall out, I'd be fine. Like, I'm a fine paddler. I'm a, I'm an okay paddler, but, you know, as long, if you fall out, you lose – a lot of minutes and you also lose confidence so um yeah I fell out I think twice and yeah twice in the kayak and then also that meant I lost my confidence so then I started taking what's called the chicken route <laughs> and that's basically you know you don't want to go on the big water you take the little tiny line but sometimes that tiny less scary line is actually more technically uh harder than the the bigger line so then I just got stuck on rocks twice and you know I lost 25 minutes or so on the kayak and <laughs> I only came third by 20 minutes so if you do the math correctly um yeah I'm pretty disappointed but I've had a, lots of people reach out to me offer their expertise in kayaking and as long as I don't fall out next year and improve by you know three percent I should be I should be a good kayaker by then there you go there you go oh you mentioned like you weren't exhausted and and <sighs> Like we used to, you you do week long bloody races sometimes with a couple of hours sleep a night. So physically, compared to your normal racing, um, the coast to coast in inverted commas is quite easy physically compared to what you normally do. Yeah, well, I'm not obviously dimin- diminishing. I don't know if that's the right word, but yeah. um, decrypting people's, you know, because obviously that could be really really hard for people but personally you know I finished the coast to coast and I was like I wasn't overly you know I was obviously tired and stuff like that but because I'm so used to you know six days or whatever no sleep 24 7 exercise you know blisters can't walk can't you know eat everything like that (laughs) the coast to coast is great (laughs) it's like a long training run sort of (laughs) <laughs> no, a bit more intense than a long training run, but um, yeah, I, I'm you know I'm already back training you know four days later. Um, obviously, 
the leagues don't have the same amount of power as they did previously before the coast to coast and that's just due to you know fatigue from that race but it's definitely you know I'm not saying it's easy at all but um yeah it is it's called the longest day for a reason and it's definitely more higher intensity which is just different I'm just not used to that high intensity stuff Mm. so where if if not if when you line up next year what areas apart from improving your your kayaking your your technique and that's something to really look forward to improve in that area are there areas through the run and cycle that you've done a lot where you think oh thinking about I could have gone a bit harder there because this time you're like I'm not quite sure how hard to go because this is a long day yeah, yeah. I I definitely um, would. I need to improve on my race nutrition for uh, the run. That improve on because I did feel a little bit funny over the run with my uh, tummy and stuff like that. And I also really need to work on actually lifting some weights and um, <laughs> doing some strength work instead of just running in the hills and biking all day. That's something I really do need to improve on as well, yeah. I wanted to ask you about um, nutrition because you are burning a truckload of car- uh, calories and you're not the biggest human in the world, so you, you won't be able to store a lot of energy, so you've got to get some external energy. And surely it's not just... Um, those gel shots and stuff. Do you actually get a chance to eat, eat something while you while you're in that long day? Yeah. Well, personally, I actually never used gels before. So, um, yeah, I, I'm quite an energetic person, so I don't feel like I. Well, I do need energy, but I don't feel like I like them in form of a gel. So, I do actually race on food, um, but I think I will need to start trialing some gels out because. I have never had that high-intensity race before, so I was able to always just eat food because, you know, if you're going slower, it's easier to eat, you know, a sandwich or a, a bar or whatever. But, um, yeah, no, I – yeah, something definitely I need to improve on, but, yeah, it's definitely the, the your tummy is a, is a muscle, basically, and you don't train your tummy. Mm. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work for you. So, um, yeah, just, you know, lollies and – uh, bars and stuff like that the whole day. I, I, I did have a sandwich. That was my meal. I had a sandwich on the bike. I think there's a photo of me eating a sandwich. But, um, yeah, it's a long day with little food, but that's something I need to improve on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing because every time we talk to you after your race, you you identify the areas you have to improve. And I sit here thinking, surely going into this race, you would have sorted out how to how to eat or what to eat or whatever, but I guess until you do it, you don't really know. Exactly, yeah. And those, you know, those top athletes, they 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 have time to you know trial my training. So I'm like, I've got such a busy life. I literally get up at you know four or five o'clock in the morning, quickly get a two hour ride and have some breakfast and quickly leave home. So um, if you did have a little bit more time to you know trial out those um, forms of energy and stuff like that would be a lot easier but you know you can't all every single race is different in every single race even those top athletes will have um improve improvements even if you know Elena Russia she's done I think 14 coast to coast and I'm sure she's got things that she still wants to improve on even after 14 years so and I guess we've got to remember you're a full-time bloody student as well and you're fitting in all this training around doing that and I work, so it's a little bit busy. But um, you know, I love this. I love this fast-paced type of lifestyle. So, 
So what what's next then, Molly? What have you got your next event sorted yet? Oh yes, uh, next <laughs> <laughs> we've got one that's called the WTF. You know, you remember that yes. one, the um, Wilderness Traverse of Fiordland. So that's coming up on the first of March, and then um, we head. Uh, some of us head to Ozark in America on the 3rd of April. So that's also, a, I think it's three to five day exhibition race in, in Ozark in, in America. So and this, all exciting times coming ahead. And this is um, this is with Fair Youth? Yes, yep, yep. With good old Fair Youth, the, the best team ever. The best team ever. I've got a text message in from someone and it says, Staffy, as a follower of Molly and her adventures, I've often thought about what a great sponsor she would be for Spark, imagine the energetic commercials on remote connectivity in the hills. Molly with a call from the wild. What a great ad campaign. Do I need to get you together with the people I know at Spark? I think that's a great idea. I think so too. That would be brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool. And someone someone else wants to know how well you sleep after the night of the longest day. Do you just crash and sleep all night? Well... I had about 400 million text messages, so I went to bed at about 2 a.m. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, the next day I was up at 4 a.m. because I had to get to work and do um, some run some uh, training classes at 5 a.m. So <laughs> I didn't sleep very well that night, but the next night I did. <laughs> oh, my God, you're just an absolute machine. Molly's Missions. Follow Molly's Missions. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. She's bloody everywhere, and she's a... She's a little champ and uh, just getting better and better each time. You finish third in the women's 18 to 39-year-old, which really, I know you're disappointed in your kayak and your tummy was a bit poos, but that's bloody awesome. <laughs> oh, no. Thank you, Safi. I really, I do need to learn to say thank you because, you know, I always critique myself. So um, thank you very much. And you're always the number one supporter and you'll have to, I know I do love my support crew, Scotty and Jules, you are amazing, and my mum and my dad, but, um, you know, you'll have to be there supporting at some stage. <laughs> I can just see myself standing on the side with a backpack full of muesli bars and maybe a gel <laughs> shot I'll sneak in for you. I, I think it'll be awesome. And last one, Dino has texted and said, Steph, where does this last Molly form all the energy for it? Where do you find all the energy for it? Or is that how you've always been? Uh, I'd say I have always been quite a energetic person, but I yeah I don't know I think that's just my personality and you know I do eat a lot of food so maybe that's how as well but yeah no that's definitely my personality. <laughs> Favorite meal is what? Oh my gosh! Um, oh, uh, after a race. Maybe a burger or a pizza, but I do love pesto pasta. That's also yummy too. <laughs> oh, there you go. Molly, we all love you out here. You keep doing what you're doing and we'll stay in touch. Thanks, Steph. You're a legend. There she is. Molly Spark. Go and give her a follow on the social. She's an absolute delight, isn't she? She's just a champ. And just finished third in the 18 to 39-year-old uh, in her first ever attempt at the longest day. And as she says, she lost 25 minutes in the rapids and falling out and taking easy options in the kayak. Lost 25 minutes, and she was 20 minutes behind the winner. So sort that kayaking out, Molly. We'll be talking to the winner this time next year. Anyway, we'll take a break. On the other side of this, former uh, New Zealand Māori captain, Chiefs captain, Dion Muir is going to join us.